for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now in a relationship, when that relationship starts to break apart, now you want to have a witness plead your case to that person in, a, in this matter to present your case saying, I have done nothing wrong to break this relationship. I mean, I say this in a general sense because it applies to every different types of relationship. Uh, you want to prove yourself innocent. You want to plead the case that I have done nothing wrong to cause this relationship to break. In the same way, Job is doing that before God. The thing that he's worried most as a person who loved God so much is his broken relationship with God. Why? With this punishment suffering he received, Within his worldview of causal retribution, the only thing he can think of is that he has been separated from God. But the, for the one who loves and wants to be with God, with all religious fervor and spiritual activeness, he is dreading the case of being separated with God. So what does he do? He pleads his case, almost to the degree belligerently challenging God's indictment. He is wrong. I am right. And in that sense, he mentions indirectly that he is concerned of this relationship. So with that, I hope that we could draw some insight and meditate on that together as we take a look at today's passage. Job chapter 31 verses 24 through 40. If I have put my trust in gold, or said to pure gold, you are my security. If I have rejoiced over my great wealth, the fortune my hands had gained. If I have regarded the sun in its radiance, or the moon moving in splendor, so that my heart was secretly enticed, and my hand offered them a kiss of homage, then these also would be sins to be judged, for I would have been unfaithful to God on high. If I have rejoiced at my enemy's misfortune, or gloated over the trouble that came to him, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by invoking a curse against their life. If those of my household have never said, Who has not been filled with Job's meat? But no stranger had to spend the night in the street, for my door was always open to the traveler. If I have concealed my sin as people do, by hiding my guilt in my heart, because I so feared the crowd and so dreaded the contempt of the clans that I kept silent and would not go outside. Oh, that I had someone to hear me. I sign now my defense. Let the Almighty answer me. Let my accuser put his indictment in writing. Surely I would wear it on my shoulder. I would put it on like a crown. I would give him an account of my every step. I would present it to him as to a ruler. If my land cries out against me, and all its furrows are wet with tears, if I have devoured its yield without payment, or broken the spirit of its tenants, 
Then let briars come up instead of wheat, and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. So as I mentioned, Job is concerned of his relationship with God. He does not want that relationship to go uh, in a different direction because he wants to be before God. So he continues on the list in the rest of chapter 31. As I mentioned uh, in the previous passage, that there are about 12. The rest is found here from number 7 to 12. 7 is trusting his possession. And 8 is false worship. With both of them is talking about idolatry. Now number 9 is hatred of an enemy. Uh, number 10, inhospitability. 11, insincerity. Number 12, the last one, exploitation, exploitation of the land. So considering all of these 12, I mean, Job is talking about in every dimension of his life, from the lesser degree of his heart to the greater degree of his behavior, not just by himself, but with his relationship with others and also material things as well. In all degree and aspect, he's saying, I have kept myself pure. I have concern, I concern myself and present myself innocent to all these 12 types of sin. Now, even though he does that, almost I said belligerently before the Lord, arguing that he's innocent, I am innocent, Lord. Please do not separate me from you. But he is so frustrated. Why? We see in today's passage, as marked in a parenthesis, 35 and 37, it almost looks like, like a, a monologue, within a monologue. He is saying this in his heart himself. I don't know why, but that's why it's put in parentheses. It's an insert. He says, oh, that I had someone to hear me. That's how frustrated he is. Even though he publicly discloses of his innocence, there's no one there to say, yes, you are right. I have seen you. You are innocent. And plead that case as a mediator before God, presenting his case so that God could turn back his indictment. There is no one to do that for him. So we find his frustration saying, I sign now my defense. Let the Almighty answer me. He writes his legal document, not in a literal sense, but in a verbal sense. Here I have presented all the evidence. I sign it with my name saying that this is true and correct. But the problem is, there's no one to advocate him. There's no one to mediate his case before the right judge. So let my accuser put his indictment in writing. Almost belligerent, he's saying, accuser is God here. He's saying, accuser, put his indictment in writing. I mean, write your case before so I can read it. What's the problem that I am having to have my relationship break with you? Surely I would wear it on my shoulder. I would put it on my put it on it like a crown. Why? Because he knows that there's nothing that can be written against him. So he will wear it like a robe. He will wear it like a, like a toga around him to present it publicly, saying that there's nothing written against me. I would put it on my head to show this is a blank indictment presenting my innocence because God will never have anything to write against me. Verse 37, I would give him an account of my every step. Like a prince, I would approach him. Like I said, he wants to be with God. He is so frustrated and so depressed that he has been separated by God, 
based on his worldview of rich, uh, uh, causal retribution. Like a prince, he wants to approach God innocent, unblemished. That's the only way you can approach God. And in a different translation, you'll see, I want to present myself to God. Now, why does he do that? Because he's concerned with his relationship. Now, in the passage of Job, you will see in chapter 19 that this has been expressed differently as well. Chapter 19, 25, 27 says, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. He's desperately want to meet God. That's his greatest concern. That is why in the end of the book, when God meets him by his word, he is ever more humbled. He becomes awestruck by the presentation of God's theophany. But he knows that there needs a mediator. That's why he said in chapter 19, I know that my Redeemer lives. It's not God. It's a mediator that stands in between to plead his case so that in the end, he can meet God through the mediator. What does that entail for us to, to meditate? It means even though we may be innocent in a religious sense, if there is no mediator to present our case before the Lord, it's impossible to meet God. So yes, the book of Job is about the suffering of the innocent or the testing of the righteous. We know that Job will become a go, go through this suffering and come out as a pure gold. But also equally important with this book is that it concerns about Job's relationship to God. He is so frustrated. He is so saddened that he's been separated from his Lord God uh, based on his worldview of causal retribution. This punishment symbolizes his separation. So what does he do? He looks for a mediator so that that mediator could be a witness testifying of his innocence before God so that this relationship can be restored. And who is that mediator for all of us? Yes, it's Christ Jesus, our Lord, who present us innocent and blameless with his own blood, presenting it to God, Lord Almighty, who stands before us with wrath to punish our sinfulness. Without Jesus, we cannot approach God present ourselves to the Lord with innocence and righteousness. So my brothers and sisters, through this book, as Job pleads his case, please listen to his cry. Oh, that I had someone to hear me. And that for all of us is Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Father Lord, thank you for giving us your son, Christ Jesus, whom by his blood have saved us all so that we can be reconciled to you. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, lifting a world and stepping in closer, see